What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Bob Don't Lie podcast. This is your boy Dexter, your host, the one and only. Welcome back to the show. And if you're new to the channel, go ahead and subscribe on the YouTube. Smash that like button. It will help us a lot for sure. And if you're on the audio route, we're on all streaming platforms. And I can't thank you enough. You can all follow our social media accounts, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Ball Don't Lie. That's B-A-L-L-D-N-T-L-I-E. And I know we're supposed to talk about the whole NBA draft situation, like the mock draft and see how that goes and what player might go one, two, three, four, five, et cetera. But I had to drop this episode before that because there's so much stuff going on right now with the NBA. And it's crazy this time of year. Usually, you know, football dominates every weekend, right? Sunday, during all the games I was watching, I kept getting tweets and alerts about the situation with James Harden and Russell Westbrook and other players and somebody got traded or and then the Lakers agreed to it. So it's it's crazy. So I had to come out with this episode and, and talk about what's going to happen today, which is Monday. NBA is about to officially open this trade window at noon. So it's going to be crazy to see what players get traded. We've been hearing about this in the last 24 to 48 hours. So I can't wait. I'm actually ecstatic because I'm an NBA junkie. So I was actually satisfied when I'm watching football, playing fantasy with some friends, and all I'm hearing is about the NBA dominating all the news headlines. It's crazy. So before we kind of get into the whole NBA trade situation, who's going to get traded, all the hot takes and stuff like that, we got breaking news in the NBA. And it's crazy. Cavalier shooting guard Kevin Porter, second year in the league, came out of USC Trojans in the LA area. Was arrested Sunday morning on a gun charge and a possession of marijuana and was later released. And I'm going ahead and read what the initial report was saying. His mugshot looked crazy too. So this is a story about Kevin Porter Jr. The Ohio State Highway Patrol State Troopers responded to a rollover crash at 2.05 a.m. So this is like in the wee hours. Off of I-76, they found a damaged vehicle, which happens to be a Mercedes-Benz GLE 2020 that was on the left side, it was on the, on the, on the side of the road. And when they, when they got to the scene, they identified the young man, 20-year-old kid, which is obviously Kevin Porter. Obviously, he was uninjured. At the time, when they when they pulled to the scene, he was actually talking to the EMS. We obviously, thank God, you know, nothing happened to him. He happens to be a healthy, no major injuries. But when they concluded what happened, they realized that DIY was not part of the situation. It was just, he was fatigued. He was tired. So, impairment was not suspected. Obviously, you're going to do... Uh, I'm assuming they're going to do some type of testings, but at the scene, they said nothing. There's nothing that they can actually judge from a DUI situation. But when they were investigating the situation at the scene, they, they searched his vehicle and they found a 45 caliber handgun, which is, I th- I'm assuming it was some type of revolver and a possession of marijuana. So 
And and at that point, when they found out, when they found out on him, they actually arrested him, took him down to the station. Later on, he posted bail for about four thousand dollars. And the Cavs came out saying they're aware of the situation. They're gonna let the process play out itself. So it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough situation for him. I'm pretty sure the Cavs are gonna suspend him for the situation. Um, but yeah, that's breaking news in the NBA so far. Let's get back to the NBA trade situation because that's that's where we're at right now. This is this is the bread and butter for me. I love this type of stuff. I love the offseason. The offseason, the NBA offseason dominates any other sport on a global scale. There's nothing close to it. Not the NFL, not the NBA, uh, the MLB or the NHL or college or you know high school kids you know deciding where they want to go. Uh, soccer on a global scale. If you're talking about Premier League, La Liga, whatever it may be. Nothing comes to this level as far as the NBA. They dominate. So let's just go ahead and dive in right into it. And this it's gonna be a crazy week for y'all. For the ones that are fanatics out there, it's gonna be a crazy week. The NBA is gearing up for a very dynamic week. Draft is gonna be on the 18th, which is about in a couple of days. Then the free agency is gonna follow up on Friday. So draft Wednesday, free agency Friday. And you can possibly sign by Sunday. It's like every other day, there's going to be some type of headliners going out there. Some crazy stuff, breaking news. So as of today, Monday, trades will be open. Teams can go ahead and trade players. Then Wednesday's the draft and Friday's the free agency and Sunday players can sign. But the first cinder block to fall. Everything else was a rumor. Everything was speculation. Based off of everybody else, Woj, Stephen A. Smith, whoever else. People who are tapped in, Sham, whatever you want to call them. Dennis Schroeder from OKC is going to the Lakers. And this is this is crazy because he's a hell of a good player. Hell of a good player. And you're adding him to the team that is dying for a guy who can create off the ball that's a playmaker and can also shoot a high clip from the three-point land. Yeah, that's a guy, Dennis Schroeder from Germany. He's a good player. So he's a, he's a first center block to fall. Based off of all the initial reports out there from all media outlets, it's, a, it's officially done. So both sides concluded they're going to agree to send this package uh, amongst each other between the Lakers and OKC. So OKC will get Danny Green in the 2020, which is on this uh, 2020 draft, which is on this Sunday. Or, I'm sorry, this Wednesday. They're going to get the first round pick, the 28th pick. So Danny Green in the 28th pick. And this is just crazy because Danny Green just won a chip for the Lakers. Obviously, he played, played poorly in the playoffs. He obviously played poorly in the NBA Finals. And his defense wasn't up to par compared to what he did last year in Toronto. And he shot terrible from the three-point land as well. Dude was inconsistent on all formats. Can't really go inside. Can't really shoot the three-pointer. Couldn't really guard nobody. I mean, he had young guys like Tyler Hero exposing this guy. I mean, he lost minutes. If you look at it, he started, but he lost minutes to KCP and Caruso. So it makes sense why what Rob Plink is trying to do. He's trying to obviously get better because teams are going to get better. The Warriors are back in the picture. The East is now going to be the Miami Heat in the finals again. 
Obviously, you have a new, you got a new team, in the Brooklyn Nets. And if Giannis stays with the Bucks, I don't think he will be losing to the Heat. So those those are possible contenders coming out the East. And no disrespect to Miami, it just happened to be a perfect situation, a perfect wave, the bubble. Certain situations happen. I give them the credit. I salute those guys. They they earned where they where they went. But based off of everybody's assumption, there's no way they're gonna go through Brooklyn Nets, especially what's coming down the road for them as far as what they're gonna acquire if it's possible. And I'll I'll dive more into it in a second. So Danny Green will be going to OKC, and the thing about Danny Green, he's not gonna be playing for OKC, so don't get it twisted. You know, Sam Presti is trying to rebuild. So there might be a possible 3-13 that might be involved that might get Danny Green. But I, I personally don't believe Danny Green will be playing for OKC. Because the whole point of to get those guys traded was to make the money match and all that stuff like that. But I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure Sam Presti is trying to go young and rebuild. So Danny Green will not be there. Based off of multiple reports. So yeah, so then that's that's crazy. So obviously Dennis Schroeder is the first guy to fall. Here here's something that's been mind-boggling. The Chris Paul situation. Obviously OKC is going to trade him. That's going to happen for sure. Chris Paul and there, there's reports about Chris Paul going to, you know, wanting to play with LA with the Lakers specifically. Then reports came out saying that he didn't want to play with the Lakers because he doesn't want to be a type of player chasing the chip. He wants to be the, the player that helped him get the chip. And the Lakers already accomplished that. So he's like, why would I go there if they already had won the chip? And there's reports coming out that the Suns were involved and they're there very and it was it was boiling hot as far as Chris Paul was about to be a Phoenix Sun. I don't know what happened. Things crumbled. I think the money situation, uh, Chris Paul probably said he didn't want to be there. So that that broke down quick. Clippers are also obviously in the picture as well. He wants to go back and play for Ty Lue. Him and Ty Lue are very tight. Yeah, but Paul reported he had no interest in joining the Lakers. And I'm going to have somebody tell you that. This ain't coming from me. I'm going to have somebody that y'all know who is tapped in. And I'll say about 80% of the time, he's damn right. So I'm going to pause him and play this clip for y'all. He does not want to go to the Lakers. Uh, he does not want to go to the Lakers. Um, I don't know the reasons why. I deduce from what I what I've heard that the reasons he doesn't want to go to the Lakers is because um, you know they've already established, they already accomplished, and there's really nothing to do for them. They would only be doing something for him, and that is ring chasing, and that's not the kind of ring chasing that he wants to be, to be a part of in terms of stacking the deck. He'd rather go someplace where he can be himself and be the leader that he is. But I think that the Clippers would be an ideal situation for a multitude of reasons. Number one, Chris Paul has known Ty Lue for years. Uh, they're relatively close. Chris Paul would love to play for Ty Lue. Number two, Chris Paul has an exceptional relationship with owner Steve Ballmer. They've got they've had dinner from time to time. They're still relatively close. They communicate with one another. Number three, 
during, uh, before Doc Rivers departed, uh, you know, uh, and left the Los Angeles Clippers, from what I'm told, Kawhi Leonard had echoed to him and various others within the organization that he wanted a point guard. That's not to say he wants to get rid of Patrick Beverly or anything like that, because we all respect the hell out of Patrick Beverly. We know that he brings something to the table, particularly on the defensive side of the ball, but offensively in terms of being a floor general and running the show and spotting open shooters and open men. I mean, that's not necessarily his thing. So that's coming from Stephen A. Smith from First Take. Obviously, everybody knows who Stephen A. Smith is. Dude has a lot of connects. He's like, he's in the mix. So like, I don't think he'll go out of his way to say something that's outlandish like that. And it, may, and it does make sense what he was saying. You know, he, he has ties with the Clippers. He's cool with the owner. Very tight with Ty Lue. And obviously, the Clippers are in the midst of trying to figure out what they're going to do going forward. Paul George, obviously, has been in trade talks with the, with the Rockets about James Harden, which I'm about to get into right now. And shipping him. If they do, ship him to the Rockets and get James Harden. And then hopefully Chris Paul. I don't know how that would work as far as money-wise because you would have Kawhi and stuff like that. But you have to understand, Paul George only signed a two-year deal with the Clippers. So this season right now is about to start in about a month, a little over a month from now. When that season is concluded, he's going to be a free agent. So I don't know if the Rockets are interested in trading for a guy for one year, unless they're going to rebuild. That makes sense because you can actually offload uh, James Harden's contract. It will match for that one year, and then, boom, you have... Uh, Paul George is a free agent. So as far as like the biggest names, right? The biggest names that have been talked about in the last 24 hours, the last 40 hours, especially in the last 24 hours, it's been heating up like crazy. I mean, there are so many people out there on Twitter or out there on ESPN, Fox, Yahoo, that are all saying the same damn thing. That the whole thing in Houston is a problem. So let me break it down to you quick. James Hardy and Russ had a sit down with ownership, specifically with the Rockets owner. The Rockets owner had a different path, a different vision of what he wants to do in the future. And that not included Russ. Or I guess Russ and James didn't see eye to eye. So we don't know what exactly what happened behind closed door, but we do know this, that once they left that meeting, Russ was, he was done. He was done. He said, I'm out. Basically said, trade me to wherever. I don't care. I'm out of Houston. And the crazy thing about that is that James Harden has been, has been dodging their phone calls up to that point, up to that meeting. So for the last two or three weeks or so, hasn't talked to nobody in the organization, was ducking their calls. And this is coming from people within the organization that are leaking this out to Roach and Sham and People of those calibers. And the owner, what he's trying to do is that he, he, I mean, I'm pretty sure he wants to trade Russ because his game, his dynamic of his game does not fit with the Rockets. Obviously, we've seen it last year. They took a risk. That's why they fired Maury. That's why they got rid of Mike D'Antoni. They took a risk on that. And it backfired. And Russ's game doesn't fit with how they're trying to Spread the court and shoot threes all day, and let James Harden, I you know, do his thing. Isolate, step back. 
what is Russ doing in the whole entire time? And then when they want to switch, James Harden is stagnant. So, yeah, they're trying to get rid of Russ for sure. And there's also reports coming out that Russ wants to be traded to a team where he can be the man again, like he was in OKC. So you have the teams like the Magics, or sorry, the Magic, the Knicks, teams that are on the bottom of the barrel, they have a lot of money to spend, is to draw the names so they can sell tickets and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong, Russ can sell tickets, but he's a good player. So if Russ went to New York, for example, that would be great for New York. I would love to see him in Madison Square Garden. I mean, it's been a while since they were relevant, since Stoudemire and Melo. They first were teammates the first couple years. And the owner for the Rockets, he wants to take one more shot at running it back. So the reports are coming out. He said he wants to run it back with Harden this season. So, and he's denying that there's any trade discussions with James Harden to the Nets, which is kind of crazy because Woj and Sham and everybody else is saying that there has been some type of talk between the two organizations. And then reports are also coming out that James Harden, who did not demand a trade, basically said he requested a trade if Russ is out. He's not here for the rebuild. He said, if you guys are going to try to rebuild, whatever it may be, I'm out. Obviously, a lot of stuff led up to why the reason why these guys are mad. They wanted Ty Lue to be the coach. Instead, they went to the Silas who's respected in the league. If you don't know who he is, Paul Silas is his father. Silas has been on, or sorry, has been in the league for 30 damn near years. Got a lot of experience, has a lot of respect from a lot of players. Every player and every coach in this league knows who he is. Was the assistant coach for the Dallas Mavericks for the, for the last few years, I believe. Five years, I believe. Or probably longer than that. So I think they wasn't they, they wasn't happy they got him. They respect him, but they wanted Ty Lue. And I think Ty Lue didn't want to go there because of the situation was not stable. They don't know where they're going to go. They don't know what GM they're going to get. So obviously, he made the smart decision as far as Ty Lue staying stay in L.A. because he was there before Doc got fired. He was the assistant coach. So it makes sense. He knows the players there. He knows the situation. So James Harden does get traded to the Nets. The package is crazy. What the Rockets can get in return. The package would include, and there's a variation of players, Spencer Dinwiddle, Karis Levert, which is, to me, he's a nice player. Very nice player. Obviously, he needs more experience. Needs to be more on the court as far as minute-wise, but he's a good player. Spencer Dinwiddle, we know his game. He's a, he's a solid player. He could play both of the point of the two. He's a combo guard. Taron Prince, nice small forward. Needs to develop a little bit more, but he's a nice piece. And then you're going to get a big guy, Jared Allen, because they got two bigs in, in Brooklyn. And to me, I never understood why, but obviously ever since they signed DeAndre Jordan, we saw the writing on the wall that Jared Allen wasn't the guy that they're looking forward in the future. Obviously, they used him. Uh, as far as not using a bad way, used them meaning like they used him in the game. But obviously... He was not going to be there for the long term. So imagine, James Harden, you're going to get Spencer Denwoodle, Karis LeVert, Terran Prince, and Jared Allen. I'm taking that any day if I was the Rockets. This is probably the best package you're going to get. 
if James Hardy is saying, hey, you know what? If I'm getting traded, why not go to Brooklyn? Imagine that. If he goes to Brooklyn Nets and plays with KD and Kyrie, obviously we don't know who's going to get the ball in certain situations or crutch situations, but it's fun to see from as far as we, us, us, us being fans and being fanatic and static. Like we love hoop, and we love to see the best players compete. So this is going to be a challenge for the teams that are trying to win the title, like the Lakers or the Clippers or the Bucks or the Celtics or the Raptors. Whatever teams that might want to come out, Nets is going to be a problem. And if they do get them, this is all you're going to be hearing. This is all you're going to be hearing. If they're on national television and you got James Harden and you got Kyrie and you got that sniper and KD, this is all you're going to hear on TV from Mike Brim. Three-pointer. Bang! Bang! It's good! Wins the game at the buzzer! I don't know who's going to win the game at the buzzer. But let's run that back again. If James Harden gets the ball, or Kyrie gets the ball, or Katie gets the ball in crutch situations and they hit that shot, this is what you're going to hear. Pulls up, three-pointer. Bang! Bang! It's good! Wins the game at the buzzer! Because I'm telling you right now, those guys, you can't guard them one-on-one. James Harden was unguardable. KD was unguardable. Kyrie damn near was unguardable. You put all three guys on the court? Obviously, they're going to have a lot of issues with trying to fill the gaps in role players. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. It's the East. Those three guys will take you to the Eastern Conference Final. So I can't even imagine, just even fantasize that might happen. But it could be. Because the James Harden situation is for real. It is for real. And when I heard about the Rockets situation and the Clippers trading James Harden to the Clippers for Paul George, I kind of chuckled. Do Paul George play terrible? Like, the the Clippers are going to be stealing in the trade. They won't get James Harden. But the Rockets are going to get who? Paul George? Playoff P? A.K.A. Pandemic P? Remember, if he goes there, he can opt out and say deuces. So we can't, I can't wait until later today. Until we hear about who's going to get traded. We know for sure Dennis Schroeder is going to get traded. And Danny Green, that's that's a wash. That's going to happen. There's no way they're going to turn back from that. But the other players, Chris Paul, right? We heard rumors about, uh, obviously, Russ and James Harden. Rumors about Giannis. Is he possible getting traded? You know, we had other players like uh, 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 Devin Booker, for example. We heard about that. And look at and people say, well, why why would you want to trade Danny Green? Dennis Schroeder is not capable of being being a starting two guard. I hear this, I heard this whole time around Twitter. And I was like, look, look, look. The Lakers got it, they got they got a they got a smart plan in hand. Rob Polinka, I give him a lot of credit. Dude's smart. He knows what he's doing. Wesley Matthews opted out of his contract to declare him to be a free agent. And I'll talk about the free agencies later in the week. But he declared to be out for the sole reason he might be a Laker. I'm going to throw that out there. He might be a Laker. So you replace Wesley Matthews with Danny Green, it's like a 1A and a 1B. And you can argue who's 1A and 1B between those two players. But if you add him 
on the cheap, and you got Dennis Schroeder, that's a huge upgrade. That is a huge upgrade. Obviously, the Lakers are also in trade talks with the Spurs about DeRozan. DeRozan wants to go back. He wants to play for his, t- his home team. He's from L.A., Compton kid. So it's going to be crazy to see what pans out in the next week or so. Time's going to fly fast. Trades are going to be allowed today on Monday. Draft is Wednesday. Free agency begins Friday. Contracts can be signed by Sunday. So everybody buckle up. It's going to be a crazy ride. And once once all the stuff drops, I'll be here to drop it for you guys. So for all y'all watching out there, y'all listening on the audio route, I appreciate the love. appreciate the support. Stay tuned. It's going to be a chaos week. Chaotic. A lot of things are going to happen. So, you know, keep up if you can. And like I said, if you're on the YouTube, subscribe. Hit that button, the alert button. So you can kind of, you get all the, the the videos that upload for me ASAP. So I appreciate it. That's it for this episode. Next time you catch me on here, we're gonna be talking about the mock draft and possibly free agency. So y'all be safe out there. Be careful. Don't be like Kevin Porter driving out there, falling asleep behind the wheel. Y'all be safe. COVID ain't no joke too. All right, man. Y'all stay safe. Peace. One love.